All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining me, Nick. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Actually, a couple of nice sunny days out here in Seattle. Well, you're in Tacoma, I guess, so you're completely different yeah. weather system. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's been ooh, it's been cold actually. Yeah, it's been. It feels like winter. I like it. Yeah, I had to close like, my window I, finally I like last it. night. It finally got to that point. <laughs> yeah, I had a furlough at my work, so I was out for three months. And in those three months, I got absolutely nothing done. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely had no, a good <laughs> month yeah. or two of nothing. Yeah, it was a, it was, I, I talked to a lot of people. I, I did a lot of Zoom meetings or just Zoom calls with friends and played a lot of online games, but, but I, I didn't, I had like, I have a backlog of movies to watch and I have so many projects in the works that. And I just never, I don't think I've finished anything, which is really sad, which goes to show that like, it's not that I don't have time to make projects. It's just that I'm lazy, <laughs> definitely lazy. All right. Well, that's probably a good segue then. So uh, how do you start getting into, uh, well, we'll start with podcasting, I guess, but just what was your your basis for interest in that? Uh, so I started listening to podcasts in 2011 2000, or 2012, and it was, uh, I didn't under really understand the whole purpose of them, but I think it might've been like a tweet from like a comedian. I think it was Tim Heidecker was like, oh, listen to me on this podcast on Comedy Bang Bang. And I looked it up and then I, I went to that show uh and I, I started scrolling through all the episodes and I saw like, oh, there's so many like famous people on yeah. this podcast. There's like Sarah Silverman, there's Tim Heidecker, there's uh, uh, Rob Corddry. There was just like a lot of people. And I was like, so I just started downloading everything and listening to them. And that happened to be an improv podcast. But then I was like, okay, what else is there? So I typed in at the time, like Tim Heidecker and all these other shows came up. Right, like he right. was on a show called nerdist which is a uh, the nerdist which was a, a talk show uh podcast with chris hardwick these are all just like names people might not know at all <laughs> like i don't know but um he his show was essentially an interview with him and another guest yeah. and it was they're all celebrities and it was all like how they got into the business and i found that so fascinating i just thought that was like oh this is like this is like the interviews on Conan O'Brien or Jimmy or exactly. Know, should we call, but, but yeah. And, and, and so I was like, this is so cool that they get to do this. And I, after listening to it for like two or three years, I just thought like, Hey, I have a plethora of friends <laughs> that I could talk to who I find very interesting. I find all my friends very interesting. Why don't I just start, you know, asking them, just questions and things like that. It's, it's not an original idea. There's like a million podcasts out there, but um, that's how I started it. I, I, I um, talked to my friend, Phil, who was a, uh, who was kind of like someone I bounced these like creative ideas I'd have, which are, are like, I'd get like a hundred a week and not do them at all. But I was just like, Hey, what if we just, you know, what if you and I got together and we, we just, re we like bought microphones for our phones and then just go to like a friend's house and just like have a conversation. And he was like, yeah, I'm down. And like, I called him with that idea. And that day 
we drove, we, we like met up, I think this was like, uh, 2014, 20, yeah, it was in 2014. We met up, um, drove to Best Buy, bought like an Xbox 360 headset that you can plug into your phone. And then, and then I think I had like an Apple, like whatever kind of like earphone earbud things that come with a little microphone on it. And, uh, we call, we start calling friends like, Hey, what are you doing today? What are you doing today? What are you doing today? And like, I think, the, I think like the third person that was available to shoot that, um, we could talk or that answered the phone said they're free was Gabe Blackford and our friend Gabe. And so we went to, we asked them like, Hey, can we come over to your house and record like a podcast? So we went over to his house. We didn't even have a name for the podcast. We didn't have like any kind of structure. It was just, let's just go and have a conversation. So we went to his house. We went to like his, his little like nursery. He didn't have his kid yet, but we had, he had like a spare bedroom and we all turned our phones on press record on our phones, like three different phones. And we, and, um, just started talking and that kind of like and and then like at that point we we're like hey Gabe do you want to be a host on this podcast and we came up with the name on the show we he, he was we asked him if he wanted to be a host like we had a blast just like talking about whatever and uh and, and that kind of sparked like this excitement of like this is my new project this is going to be so much fun because I can talk to all my friends and I and I, I just like have so much more confidence when I'm I don't know when I'm just like recording with someone because it's uh, it's kind of like a performance and I feel like I am a, a sort of a performer. So this is my show now, like come and be on my show type of thing. And that went on for, I think like a year or two of doing that show. And it was really fun. Well, like Chris Hardwick, that's what he started off with too, is basically him and Matt just got together um, yeah. and just started it. And then Jonah came on shortly after. And, uh, it was just them, you know, talking and there was fortunately he had some connections with comedians because I guess he was still doing stand up at the time, but it was, it was a, I mean, amazing (laughs) that those first couple of years were great. And then he's still, obviously is still doing it. And I've watched, I don't listen to him as much as I used to. Um, yeah, (laughs) if there's a good, if there's still a good person on all every once in a while, I'll listen to it, but there's so many podcasts out there now. It's kind of hard to, yeah. There's definitely things that evolved from like other comedians doing those types of shows. And I feel like maybe even doing it better. What's funny is like Chris origin story is he was actually on a podcast with uh, Natasha Leggero. And if anyone knows that name, she's another comedian and she, she kind of like, gave him the idea because she she had a podcast where she would bake lasagna and then like have a friend over and they'd eat lasagna and like talk and chris was like wow so you could just like do this like you could just like talk on the on on like on you know the radio equivalent and like put it out there and people listen to it so that that was his origin story i thought that was super interesting and i was just like after i heard that i was like i want to do that (laughs) (laughs) i could do that you know, you can be stuck at your home for six months and just decide that you're going to start a podcast. Uh, oh, yes. Hashtag you Corona. Know I, hashtag uh, <laughs> COVID-19. I actually did do some creative things. I don't know why I said that. I, I think that just comes with like the artist side. You're just always so down on yourself. But I actually did start a podcast during my furlough. It was a uh, and it was uh, an Instagram live oh, podcast. Yeah. and. Yeah, and live video, and I would uh, 
um, I would just Instagram because everyone was home. So I would just Instagram live them for an hour because that was the time limit on Instagram. You're doing favorite and, movies um, or something at the time or a little bit of everything? No, that one was just how are you doing oh, in okay. COVID? Like what's up? And I think like it's kind of like a, a quick get like what's up? Who are you? And uh, let's play a game at the end type of thing. Nice. Uh, right now, I... I don't have that podcast I just talked about. That one was called Triple Scoopers. I actually even, you can maybe find it online, but it's not posted on like Apple Podcasts or any or Spotify or anything. But the, the podcasts I have now are Nick Flicks and Chill. Yeah. And uh, another one called Mixed, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Nick Flicks being about movies and Mixed, or yeah, and Mixed being about uh, like people's favorite. We try to do like, people's our friends top three songs and like the emotions tied to those songs that's what i got going with podcasts now well uh interest in movies is actually a good segue to uh how i first met you um (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right uh what uh what what about movies nick what what do you know about them (laughs) (laughs) so Remind me, when was the first time we met? Well, we probably met some random shoot somewhere with Kevin Murphy or something. Uh-huh. Um, but I think basically big involvement was just being in those couple of scenes. Mm. Um, for Okay, yes. <laughs> so actually, you were in a movie that we never finished first no wait no that was last okay sorry yes no you were you were a character in our on our and julian rosignol's and i's feature length film the making of that was actually our second movie and you played uh like uh, like a jerk i guess <laughs> just like our rival one of the, one of our rivals and yeah we we were just i don't like we just needed you i think we actually wrote that part for you because yeah i mean of course we did why wouldn't we have um and yeah i guess that was the first time we met unless you made a video with julian beforehand but um anyways yeah video is making movies making videos uh probably my most favorite thing to do when it comes to the activities that i involve myself in and making that movie was a lot of fun. What was the question? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. What? What? Uh, I was rambling. Uh, well, I said, "What do you know about that?" But I knew, you know, where did you guys start doing that? Like, or when did you guys start doing that? Oh, okay. Uh, so I started making videos when I was a kid with my aunt's like camcorder. I feel like a lot of people have that start of like I had like a mini DV like tape cassette type recorder, and like I didn't even have a computer to edit on, so it was all in camera editing. And it was all like stop motion with all like the little toys I had around. So I was fascinated with that. And I always loved, I mean, I feel like everyone grows up watching movies and they love movies. So I was no different when it comes to that stuff. But uh, yeah, but there's definitely different levels. I mean, as far as movie enjoyers, as far, you know, lots of people are just kind of surface level, you know, oh yeah, I saw that movie. It was popular or I saw that movie, you know a friend told me, whereas I think somebody that actually like researches movies and like looks forward to certain movies has a little bit more of a, <laughs> Oh, wait, no, not everyone does that. <laughs> huh? Interesting. 
uh, yeah, I guess, but I guess, I don't know. It's hard to talk about myself like this when it comes to like that kind of thing. But I always have just been in, interested in making videos. Um, I, I uh, had this YouTube where I would post my videos when I was younger, like when I was 18 and no, not even, I was like 16, 17. And I just found out that someone hacked, like legitimately hacked into it and deleted all my videos. Oh. And, and uh, uploaded their own videos with my username. And I, it's heartbreaking because I have like all these videos when I was like with me and my friends and those videos got a lot of views. Like I was doing this, I did this dance video um, to a song. I had two different dance videos and they're both to songs that didn't have music videos. So when people would search for that song, like those videos would like be the top. Uh, I'm sure YouTube didn't just like results. smack them down because they were unlicensed music. <laughs> no, because, uh, because um, all my videos got deleted. Like those weren't the only ones. Oh, gotcha. All of them got deleted. And then someone uploaded their own videos and they just took my name. I don't, I, I didn't, I, I don't have the password to that account. So I don't know, something happened anyways. Uh, so that's kind of, I, I made those dance videos. And then I met my friend, Julian Rosignol, who uh, when I was 18 and we kind of, uh, we realized that we both start love making videos. So we started making sketches and just like, that's kind of just like that started everything for me. That started like the collaboration at least. I mean, we made two movies. We've made like over a, probably over a hundred videos together. And like, we're not, and that started when I was 18, I'm 30 now and we haven't stopped. <laughs> like, it's just, it's cons there's, I don't think there's been a year. We've never, like, we haven't made a video together uh, since then. It's just been yeah. I thought you guys knew each other a lot longer than that. <laughs> yeah, I met him after, or no, I met him during high school. Um, but yeah, he didn't. He was like doing running stars, so I didn't really get hang out with him uh, too nerd. much in high school. <laughs> <laughs> right, little loser. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, it was um, it's just it's fun, and there's so much to it because. I make comedies with Julian, but on my own, like if I were to make videos by myself, it's a lot of, it's, it's comedy, but it's also like, I can, I really like to do like surrealist things and just kind of, I don't know, just like a, whatever kind of idea I have, I just like to put it out there. A lot of montages. I used to do a lot of montages. Yeah, of just hanging out with friends and and that kind of like took me into like the business side of making videos making money uh by doing wedding videos and so i i did that for quite a while but um yeah it's good it's fun <laughs> what um what would you say as far as what you've put into it versus the enjoyment where would you rate that as far as money wise and oh uh, you know i can't uh i can't do i can't mix hobby and work well it's just it doesn't it just becomes like a massive drag like uh i hope my one of our friends brandon o'leary doesn't listen to this but <laughs> he gave he gave me an offer a great opportunity to to do some video editing 
And I just like, I botched it because uh, I worked from home and I was editing videos and I just like did not, I just can't work from home. And I, so I was like, oh, maybe I was just doing such a bad job. Like I was, I, he asked me to do like this many videos and I do like half of them in a day. And he'd be like, he's like, Hey, do you want to do more? And I'd be like, not really. <laughs> I can't do it. And so I was like, maybe I just can't work from home. Maybe that's it. But then I would do those wedding videos and um, yeah, they were just like, I'd be editing, I'd shoot it, which would be fine. Cause I, you could shoot it in a day. But then when it came to editing it, I was just miserable. I was like, this is the worst. I feel like all my creativity is sucked out of me. I feel like this is the, it just, it just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the joy enjoyment comes out comes with like being able to kind of make it what I want it to be and not what like people ask of me. Yeah. I, I know several people in the wedding video slash photography field and it's, it's definitely a whole nother animal. You have to be, it's a, it's to say the word you have to be in love with love, I think is the saddest like statement, but realistically <laughs> that's what shooting wedding stuff is, is you have to, Oh yeah. You know, you have to be the, the happiest, this is the best day ever type of person on the outside. And it's not always mm -hmm. easy to be that person. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, and it's, I've actually, the very first wedding video I did, I did it for free. And that's one of my favorite videos because they didn't ask for it. And I was like, I'll, I'll just make your guys' video. And then I did it and I could have done, I did anything I wanted to do. I shot whatever I wanted. I edited it however I wanted. Like I didn't ask for notes. I gave them to them as a gift and it's one of my favorites. And then I think the wedding video that I charged the most for, I took forever to give to them because it just took everything out of me to finish. I was just like, they had so many notes and I was like, I can't, I just can't do this. So I stepped out of the ring when it came to, uh, to pursuing that. And I think, um, I think if I were ever do it again, it would just have to be like someone I'm close to. And I'll be like, Hey, I'll do your, your guys' video yeah. for free. Cause it's the only way I can get it done. And I'll like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I know several people that have come to that same conclusion with the wedding stuff and some amazing like photographers and videographers and stuff like that, that just the emotional draw that goes into that day yeah. of somebody's life that isn't your life. So you don't have the same connection but you have to pretend you do and you have to make it come out in your work also. <laughs> oh, that's so tough. There's a trick is you just record people who are smiling and all the time. <laughs> it's like, Oh, look, everyone's having a great time at this wedding. That's pretty much it. Just put that to you music. and <laughs> Yeah. That's all you got to do. And, and I think that's why I think that's once I realized that I was like, this that's what sucked out the enjoyment because it's just like this is so simple this is the same thing over and over yeah. and over again i've done like i think i've only did like 10 uh wedding videos and like by the fifth one i'm like oh this is where they walk down the aisle this is where <laughs> you get that emotional pan of the of the attenders and then you or the attendants or whatever you and try to stay away to from the, the mom because she's gonna tell you how to do your job <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, over there <laughs> and then you get the kiss and that's where the music uh crescendos and then you you cut to them 
going into the reception and you got the people smiling and laughing at the reception. I was, it just became like, uh, like a plug and plug and play type of thing. And I was bored. <laughs> so you've always stuck more to video than actual photography or did you do, I mean, I'm, and I'm not talking about wedding stuff. I'm just talking about in general. Were, I, yeah. So I've always been intimidated by photography. I think that people there's like, I just, just, I'm just like, there's people out there that know so much more than I do when it comes to how to take a great photo. And I just don't want to compete with that. Or I just like, don't even want to throw like my hat in the ring for that kind of thing. And like to stand out. And I think a uh, video at the time was just like, no one in my friend group other than Julian was doing it. And he wasn't doing this kind of same kind of stuff I was doing. So and then the people that I, I knew of, like Kevin Murphy, or um, sorry for people who have no idea who these people oh, are. Oh, people know Kevin Murphy. <laughs> All right, right. Kevin Murphy, just for random listeners out there, he's a very talented artist. He, um, but th- he was doing video um, that I saw like clips of, and uh, Brandon O'Leary, another yeah. talented artist, was doing video. And uh, those are like kind of the two that I can think of other than Julian. And I, it was like a niche market when it came in, like when it became like my world. Right. So I was like, I want to like build, build this. I want to kind of just like, you know, stand out in that sense. So yeah, I focused more so on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like with even setting this stuff, the podcast up, just the little bit of world I've had to go into with like camera lenses and stuff and so far over my head. <laughs> Whereas yeah. you know, video is pretty straightforward. It's pretty, I mean, yeah. you can, if you're like doing cinematography stuff, obviously you can get pretty deep into like lenses and all that as well. But yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that, and that that's, that's another thing is a lot of, um, because like I was doing video growing up, a lot of people would be like, Oh, I want to do that too. How do I get like, what, what do I need to know? What do I need to do in order to, to, to do it as well? And things like that. And they come to me for advice and I am just terrible at giving advice because I mean, growing up, like the way I learned was just, you know, just doing it. Yeah. Like you just go out there and you do it. And that's, that's not great advice, but honestly, that's the best way to do it is to just, I mean, and everyone has a video camera, like your phone, like iPhone cameras are amazing. They shoot 4k. They have like stabilization there. I was shooting a video like, uh, for a film festival on, on my camera and it looked great. So no one really has an excuse to, to not just start. You just have to have an idea and kind of go for it. And I know that's kind of silly to say it's like not that inspiring but um no it's but yeah I don't it's know. reality though it's you know we're we're usually our biggest blocker for any type of progression <laughs> or at least in my case right <laughs> no for sure we're definitely like our harshest critic and and yeah i just it's uh it's 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 people and i think people want their first project to be equivalent to someone doing it for a decade type of thing so they'll they'll go on uh youtube and be like i want to do that and then they try it and they're like i can't do it and i I, i'm like a victim of that too like i can't like i would love to be an uh like an illustrator just like to draw and 
I like I've tried so many times and I'm just like I have so many talented friends who are artists and like do paintings so like I'll try and do my vision and then I'll like you know look over at their paper and I'm like okay well I'm, I'm garbage I don't know why I'm doing this I'll just crumple this up and throw it away why do I even try which is silly because if I really wanted to get into it then I can just just keep practicing practicing is what makes yeah perfect is that what the saying is that's that is a saying that is a um, saying is I, it true though <laughs> i mean to a degree like you can practice making a perfect circle and eventually you'll make a perfect circle but mm-hmm. to to use that circle artistically along with several other shapes is a whole nother thing and i think that's something that people do have a little bit more inclination towards Hmm. Like I know some people that have been in art school or around art classes their whole lives. And a lot of their work is never impressed me ever. Hmm. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So they're taught. I mean, they, they know the functionality of how to use these things. Right. Right. But that's the, the drive and the artistic vision. I don't know is always there. Right. Or just any like making something that's interesting. Well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, I have a fear of that. I feel like when it comes to my videos that are kind of kind of a little bit more surreal, I I don't think I, I found like a couple people that are like fans of it, but it's not really like a general audience type type videos. So it's it's can be like a little bit disheartening. I mean, how, how do you, like, how do you feel when it comes to, to anything you do? Like, are, do you make things for yourself or do you, do you kind of like get more satisfaction from the response of the things you do? Um, I would say it's a little bit of a mixed bag with me. Um, I am a socialite a little bit, uh, EF, whatever. I can't remember what the whole, um, so some of my personality does look for the gratification from others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also doing painting and stuff like that was, had spent a bunch of time making personal artwork that never sold and then made some generic artwork that I sold a ton of. So no. it's this, you know, it's this battle of like, do I put my heart <laughs> and soul or something or do I put soup on the, uh, on the table, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like, that's combining your, um, art with work. And that was like the wedding videos with me, like, Hey, this, this is going to make me money, but uh, it's not going to make me happy. Yeah. (laughs) And even this podcast, I mean, I enjoy this because I'm talking to people who I'm interested in. I'm not looking for, you know, I'm not looking for people that are just random. Nobody's off the street. The, the people I've interviewed so far and the people I've asked to, to do interviews of all people that I've been following and, you know, watching them grow or watching them, you know, express themselves yeah. for years already. And uh, also to get some inspiration for myself to do more artistically. Um, I kind of phased out of that world for quite a while. Um, Got to get in that acting. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Got to get you back in there. I'll have to put a clip up of my fine acting skills. If I, you know, if I have license to do that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Our movie got taken down copyright strikes because obviously we use music that we didn't own, but um, somebody happens to have a hard copy. Oh, Hey. (laughs) 
oh my gosh i always forget i don't even have that like i have all these movies back here and none of them are any of mine <laughs> oh i bugged julie yeah. until finally he got me a hard copy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i believe i, I paid uh, for it even i don't know yeah i'm sure you did we we're just the worst um yeah i think julian has all the still has some hard copies i am um, I think I just have it on my hard drive, yeah. but it'd be nice to have a physical copy again. He has like a huge poster of that movie in his room. Oh, that's funny. Because he accidentally, he accidentally sent in the wrong dimensions. So it's gigantic. <laughs> it's this gigantic poster in his room. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool actually. Um, but um, you should post some scenes with your, uh, of your dad as well. <laughs> yeah that's that's a whole other uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh he is in i think multi he's not only in he's like didn't someone else use him for a video yeah um kevin used him uh augie might have used mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. augustus Bill. yeah i think we've used him twice yeah i think yeah, he's great he loves it yeah he's good he's good <laughs> uh have you ever let's uh let's watch i was gonna say have you had friends who just outright denied or not denied uh like never wanted to be in anything you're you've produced uh there's people who aren't confident enough that you know will like tell them like hey we got this thing for you and they're just like i can't do that Actually, that's Allie. <laughs> that's my wife. Where I, I I write things for her, and she's like, Haha, "No, like she's actually." I shouldn't say that. She's actually a very good sport about um, doing things. That's the thing is like um, projects are like the ones I do with Julian. When it comes to make uh, doing projects for free. <laughs> It is like I can't pay or I just I guess I just I guess I could pay people. But it's it's really just a lot of just passion projects or just like things that are fun. That was like the main thing is Julie and I made all those videos, not because, you know, people were asking us to or we were submitting them to film festivals or anything to be noticed. It was just this is something we do for fun to pass time. And this is just our based off our friendship. So when we would get friends to be in our videos, it would be people who actually wanted to be in them. And it, there'd be rare occasions where it'd be like, hey, uh, we make videos. Do you want to be in it? Or, you know, it's kind of, we want to be active. You want people to do it of like just for because it, it'd be a fun thing to do. Because you got to like drive down all the way down to Tacoma if you live super far away, you know, if you wanted to film. So it's like, hey, let's hang out. We're not going to buy you lunch and we're not going to pay you, but you're going to you're going to act for us essentially. And you're going to repeat these lines. So yeah, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> well, I was asking if you had friends that were yeah. like anti being in your movies or, oh, that. but cause pretty much everyone I know from <laughs> yeah. your side of town has either had some role or, um, some place in a movement, a movie at some point. Yeah, I've. Uh, well, it's I also like changed because you guys have all, my all grown up now. You know, so now you would think that. <laughs> well, several you of you are married now. We would uh, grow out of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's been a couple people that have 
you know, like have said like, oh yeah, Julie and I are making another video. And they're like, you guys still do that? Or <laughs> kind of like, they kind of just, you know, put it, try to put us down in that sense. Like, wait, how old are you guys? And, but then, you know, when we make videos, it's for us, right. really. It's always for us. And then when we premiere them for people, they love it. Like they laugh, they talk about it. They, they ask if there's going to be another one. They, you know, they want, they want to be in the, in the next one type of thing. So, and it gets Julian and I excited. Like, yeah, we're going to keep making these. So, so it's whatever. I mean, age is, I, I was pretty, I, I mean, I just, I just turned 30. So a lot of things that I was like on the fence about when it came to like being involved in things kind of uh faded with by turning 30 like i was just comfortable with like hey i make videos with my friends and that's probably never gonna stop so i don't care what other people think um i like to make people laugh i like to make people like be entertained i like to entertain people so yeah. it's just always going to be a thing that we do sorry it's good it's a. Uh... <laughs> I don't think by any means anything you have to stop it. It uh, it'd be interesting to see where, you know, fifteen years down the road, where this leads to, or where it, uh, you know, what what has changed in procedure or something by that time. I mean, COVID's probably changed a little bit of what you guys do right now. Oh yeah, we have uh, we have filmed during quarantine, and it's it's like it's tough because we wear masks and then there was a scene where I had my hand on Julian's shoulder and, and then like we did it. And then after like, and then like, and then we went home and then uh, he called me and he was like, I don't know about this man. I don't know if we can keep filming anymore. And I was like, dude, I get it. This is, this is a little too tough. So I think next time we film, we haven't filmed in a minute. Um, we're going to get tested and, and wear masks and like social distance for sure. Yeah. Cause can't mess around, man. Can't well, mess I was around. hearing, uh, or watching a clip where the soap stars are like kissing mannequins uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> so they'll, you know, they'll I, do a behind, uh, from behind shot of the mannequin with the, the wig of whoever the actress <laughs> is supposed to be or vice versa. Yeah. I, you would think they would test and then quarantine before, uh, so that like they would know for sure yeah because if you're if you test negative like two people test negative and you're quarantining like i don't see why you can't just do well who knows but whatever yeah that's whatever that's funny though <laughs> um it's gonna be interesting to because like we're running out of things that studios have already shot yeah and you know what i mean so it's like are people like right now are in this weird phase of like no one's or if they are making videos or movies or shows, it's kind of few and far between. So like this upcoming year is probably going to be a drought of, of things, or maybe an influx of animated things, which would be pretty cool. That'd be kind of cool too. Um, have you braved a theater yet? I have once, uh, but it was one of those like rented out for you and your friends oh, gotcha. type situations. So we, it was like me and like 15 other people and we all spaced out. And, um, it was cool because before the showing, they, they show you, like, they give you like a hand sanit or a hand, uh, like 
wipes, sanitizing wipes. So you can wipe your own seat down, even though they already do it for you, but just to be safe. And then they show a video of what they do to clean the theater. And it's literally like they spray the seats down with like this, uh, this cleaner that uh that dries on its own and um it really put me uh it really put peace of mind um and, and yeah so yeah we just went once and we saw tenant oh which is frustrating because like that movie is is frustrating and you need to watch it again and um i don't really want to go into a theater again to watch it yeah i uh, but, uh, i ventured yeah. out and saw um new mutants Oh, what'd you think? I, I, I enjoyed it. It was not, I mean, it's one of those things. It's good for a Fox X-Men movie. Huh. I'm putting the, the <laughs> I'm putting like the DC disclaimer on it. The like Aquaman was good for a DC movie. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Um, where, where do you stand on the, on the best like franchise then? Well, I think Marvel has done a lot of things right. Um, yeah. I, I don't 100% buy into exactly all the hype of all the movies. Um, but I do believe that they've done a lot of things as far as turning a comic book world into a real world. I think they've done pretty good with that. Yeah, I think so too. I think they turned a comic book in general yeah. to a very entertaining movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's funny. Cause like, I know you're obviously a nerd by looking at the shelf behind you. What? Um, <laughs> I've had a, I've had a, I, I was actually talking to a coworker today and we were talking about movies and we were talking about like all these prestigious directors and like all these French directors yeah. and, and like whatever. And, uh, and then he was like, what have you watched recently? And I was like, oh, I just rewatched Endgame. And he's like, oh, I've never heard of it. Like, what is it? And I was like, oh, like Avengers Endgame. And he was like, what? You watch Avengers? I was like, yeah, dude. What are you, are you joking? Yeah. Like, yes. Like the Marvel franchise that you told me is like, I thought you were like an intellectual. <laughs> I can like. All kind of, you, yeah. anyone, you, just because you like one thing doesn't mean you don't like the other thing. I don't know. I, just, I like to keep it broad, you know keep a it's whatever but um yeah i've uh i think the age of shaming people for liking nerdy things is definitely gone right but i remember and i'm sure you've experienced this being in 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 uh elementary like hiding hiding you know like a star wars comic book because you don't want people to know you're reading a star wars comic book or you know hide the fact that you watch star wars every day type of thing because you think people will make fun of you and i had i remember i had this c3po and r2d2 uh r2d2 t-shirt that i loved but i only wore it at home because i just i was like oh no, no, kids are gonna make fun of me if i if i wear this it's so weird yeah that if you was, don't look i never fit in ever with high school or grade school um and i'm we moved around a lot so there was a lot of times where i didn't even know the kids enough for them to know to make fun of me about things because <laughs> <laughs> i was always just the new kid or the the newer kid um, yeah do you have any siblings yeah but they're the closest one is eight years older oh okay so Got i didn't it. have the like the hand down you know, teachers or any of that stuff that 
yeah where we would have been in the same classes um yeah and they're already in the next school before you well even go that there. or like i said we moved around so i was out of wisconsin when i was seven i was we moved to south dakota then we moved to florida we moved to like two or three houses in florida oh, wow um and then i didn't even finish high school i went and got my ged and started working and I was managing a Toys R Us by the time I was 19. Nice. <laughs> well, the, nice. the the R zone, let's clarify things. I was the video game manager. <laughs> hey, even better. Dang. But that's cool. Yeah. So as far as people making fun of me, I mean, I was skate trash a little bit through high school. So a lot of that was I didn't care what anybody thought of me. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you're pretty cool if you're a skater. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess <laughs> I still <laughs> dress book, the least. same exact way I did then. So I guess I thought it was cool enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. You're I, I mean, like you're saying, like, I guess I didn't I didn't make fun of. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, Jerry, because you were the cool kid. <laughs> no, no, no. So that's that's uh, that's the thing. So the school I was in um, has very a very poor section and a very rich section very uh pretty and pink-esque mm. um thing going Got on it. um and so you had a lot of you had a lot of jocks and that was the important part of the school and then everything else was just kind of what was left over <laughs> mm, okay so you were in the leftover crew? oh yeah definitely definitely a leftover got it yeah but like yeah. I said, I didn't finish yeah. anyway, so I never had like huge ties. I did the homeschooling thing for a couple of years, I, you know. So I was all over the place with school. Yeah, fine. American okay. education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look how good it's doing us now. I mean, I love America. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, great place to live. Love it wouldn't change it yeah. i think don't care <laughs> yeah um, it's it's one of yeah. those things that it's i could, i've lived a couple other places like i've lived in costa rica and i've been you know a couple other places around the world here and there that i enjoy parts of being in, in america but there's also plenty that i would give away and move to another country for to, you know in in a minute <laughs> so how long did you live in hawaii I lived in Hawaii from 2010, September 2010, so I think September 2011. I think it was a full year. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> Wait, why did you ask? No, I just I didn't know if you grew up there or. Oh yeah, I sorry, I was born there. Um, and I only, but I was only there till four and my dad was in the air force. So he, he got stationed in North Dakota and then he, we moved to, uh, Washington when I was seven and, uh, yeah, I've been here ever since, but then I went back down to Hawaii, made some friends, uh, got a van, slept in that a lot. <laughs> I bought my first, uh, DSLR camera and that's when I started making my own videos actually with like, as an adult adult yeah and um or early 20s adult and um yeah i started making montages with that thing cool beans but uh yeah it was fun 
It was a lot of fun. I didn't learn anything in Hawaii. I didn't, I don't know if I grew too much. I had a, I had a, I worked at a ukulele shop, got paid (laughs) under the table, $8 an hour. I got paid at the end of every week. And, uh, yeah, my rent was like $300 and I, my parents paid for my phone bill. So I was just living life, living the dream, <laughs> like living the dream, doing nothing like skateboarding every day with friends and just not getting into trouble for some reason. <laughs> when <laughs> you're away from everything trouble. and could have been. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was a pretty good kid at the time. Yeah. I didn't, uh, didn't drink or anything like that. So yeah yeah so uh let's see let's get back here on the topics a little bit um, yes what uh what do you say as far as what would be a good starter camera or equipment um if you want to go pod- podcast route for people you mentioned earlier cell phones but if what if they wanted to step it up to the next game i think if that's the thing is like Start with your phones if that's all you have and make sure it's something that you want to do. And and at that point, if you know you want to do it, you're going to figure it out. (laughs) I could give you, I could give you a suggestion of like what you could get, but I think, I don't know. I just think like whatever you go with is going to work. Yeah. I think like making your own path with, uh, with, uh, like your own research and making it your own in that sense is, is pretty, uh, I think it, it makes, adds more original. I don't know. I might be wrong about that, <laughs> but I just think I, I appreciate it. Like for instance, you making this, like, I'm not sure how you, you like who you talk to or whatever, but it doesn't matter because you made it on your own. Right. And you reached out to people like I know you reached out to me when it came to making the logo and things like that, but you did it yourself. And I respect that a lot um, versus people who say like, hey, how do I do this? And then if you give them an answer, they don't really you know, go with it and they don't there's just no follow through most of the time. Or if like I, if, if someone says like, hey, what do I need to do a podcast? I'm just like, hey, this is OK. This is what you need. Like, oh, that's too expensive. And so they just stop like right there. It's like, I can't do like, that's yeah. way too expensive. I don't care. Maybe I should have so stopped like, with the expense right. at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you got a killer setup for sure. Um, but you know, it's, I think like, but you're interested that you're interested in doing that. And I think that's really cool. And like you did your research and you figured it out. Um, so I think for people out there who want to do podcasts, like when it comes to equipment, just use what you have, be innovative, be creative with it. Uh, get, you know, always strive to do something better when it comes to your format or your show or like being interesting, editing out the ums and ahs and, <laughs> and uh, just try to, I don't know, just try to have fun with it too. And if it's like, add your own little spin to it and just, I don't know. But if you want to be a gearhead about it, <laughs> I have a Zoom H6. It's like a six-track recorder. And I have like a bunch of XLR um, cables and just like cheap condenser microphones. Condenser? Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, on uh, That I got off Amazon. And that's it. Yeah, I think Amazon has definitely changed the whole uh, gear buying world. 
I mean, if you can yeah. get the stuff you're looking for, if you're looking for sometimes the newest, hottest item is, is not available, but as far yeah. as a cheap, uh, foreign, uh, knockoff, there's probably about 20 <laughs> of them. <laughs> oh yeah. And I, I really stress that use what you have. Cause I know some people and I'm sorry if you're listening to this and this is you, but I know people who won't make something until they have the best camera. Right. They're like once I get that camera, I will start making videos. And it's just like, I don't think that's true. I think you're going to get that camera once you do, and you're not going to make videos because you have a phone and you can make right. videos now and you're just not doing it. Well, and uh, yeah, there's definitely a bit of where, um, the mentality of this is going to enable me to do something. I know there's a lot of people like with exercise and stuff like that. Well, I can't exercise unless I get this total gym monster machine <laughs> when you can go out and walk every day and that's still exercise. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, but that being said, I really do respect the people that, um, I want to stress that because it just, I'm, I get very, I'm just impressed by people who, who just start things. It's so hard to start something and then yeah. to do it and then to finish it. Like just finishing something, like, even if it's like not quote unquote good, it's, it still impresses me. Like, Hey, you did that. You, you went out of your way and you did that. That's really cool. Well, I definitely know I'll, I'll be sending stuff for you to critique then. Cause I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I need the confidence, okay, okay. man. <laughs> okay, okay. Got um, you. What's what do you got down the pipeline? What are you, Julian, working on? You got anything to promote oh, or? Gosh. Uh, I have like one, two videos I'm working on by myself, and I ha I came up with a new idea the other day uh, that I need to write down. And um, Julian and I started a podcast that we haven't even posted. Like we have like three episodes we haven't even posted because uh, we want to like do more of that. Anyway, um, we're in the middle of making this uh, kind of like cinematic kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen like our um, spider trilogy or a little bit. Or, yeah. And it's, yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of like these comedy videos, but that's like a lot more cinematic work and a lot of like work put into it. I, I don't know why we do this every time we every time we sit down and write something we're just like okay let's make let's do that again but let's make another video but let's just like make it easy like i don't know why we're making it so hard and then like while we're making it like we're just like throwing out more ideas like I'm like okay now we got to build the monster now we got to order the plaster to put on the monster we, we're like it's just insane and we're in the middle of doing that covid's obviously like kind of halted us for now um so there's that video. Uh, I actually, during uh, quarantine, sorry, and uh, during COVID in general, uh, I threw a film festival, like an online film festival. So I encouraged everyone. I was like, hey, guys, make videos and then submit them and then I'll put them together and we'll, we'll you know, we'll have a Zoom call and we'll, I'll, I'll I, YouTube was great for that because you could upload a video and premiere it at a specific time. So everyone can just go on their TVs and then like it starts at right. 6.15 and like you have like 100 plus people watching at the same time. So I had people like around the world watching that festival because friends of friends were inviting each other and 
that was really, really fun. And it was really cool. And it definitely gave me the confidence boost to start making videos again, um, especially now. And I'm, I mean, there's a lot of people in that festival that made videos with their phones and they did such a good job. But, uh, but yeah, I want to do that again. So that's going to be <laughs> maybe like in the winter time when everyone's definitely at home and they can't really go out. It's like right now or in this summer, it's like, oh yeah, COVID, but at least we can go on hikes. But yeah. now in the winter, it's like, oh yeah, COVID, but we're going to stay indoors and watch movies <laughs> all day. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think, uh, there's that. And then I still have my podcasts going on, Nick Flicks and Chill. Um, and my other, uh, that, which is about talking about are my friends. I have a, I, that podcast is about having a friend on and they talk about one of their favorite movies, which is fun. And then, uh, I have a podcast with my friend Holland Smith and, uh, called mixed and we drink mixed drinks Ooh. and talk about mixed tapes like our friends favorite songs all of my projects have to do with friends there's an ongoing theme here <laughs> uh so with that that one's a little tough we kind of we have to do a social distance podcast with that because it's me and her co-hosting so we usually like go in her backyard and kind of sit far away and like with our like thankfully with my recorder we can like sit a distance away and record so that's pretty nice um but yeah that's still that's still going on mixed tapes feelings and drinks and uh yeah i just i want to make more videos i want to make more like one minute videos on my my instagram bomb nick and i want to i want to do more comedy i want to do more surreal things i want to do more montages and i want to ex like kind of just experiment with other stuff and i don't know it just doesn't stop the ideas don't stop it's it's an it's an illness <laughs> well if that's the case i think more people need to get to catch that i think uh a lot of people <laughs> um they don't even, might even like stifle their creativity like think that because they don't believe they're good enough they don't actually start something or don't actually you know endeavor into trying new things so that's kind of what this podcast is all about really is just to kind of show people where they started and how they uh got into what they're into oh okay that's so, cool and I, I i will say though like as as someone who does who i've accomplished or i've finished projects i still have that i still have the doubt yeah you know weighing me down with projects but um I don't know. There's, I don't, I honestly couldn't tell you why I finished. Things. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's, there's also the factor where you do enough things that if you don't finish something today, there's three other things that you've, you have finished maybe, you know, within that time zone or time zone. Yeah. Time, time period. That's the word. Yeah. Time period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. So, the more you do, the more you can finish. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I've imparted any wisdom. I am actually very like self-deprecating when it comes to my art. It's really hard to talk yeah. about things you do other than the fact like, Hey, I love doing this. I don't know if it's any good, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Well, I think that's the so, best, yeah. best part of being an artist sometimes is it's, it's the enjoyment you get out of it. Not always, you know, other people's opinions on it. Yeah. That's true. You have to make sure to 
and not let that get to you. Yeah. Well, this has been a great, you know, interview, man. I, uh, I, I look forward to the future uh, endeavors of Nick and crew. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, maybe we'll get. I gotta Ju- have you on all my podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get Julian on here one of these days and just get the like the actual the the down and dirty on how he's you know been working with this uh, this other this other creative part and. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, he's doing a lot. All right, man. That's good. Well, uh, we'll talk to you again, and uh, thanks for listening to Tespo. I was about to end it. Like, bye. <laughs> wait, wait, no. <laughs>